this family. This is not my family. Look at the guy in the unicorn. Yeah, that's actually me with my Christmas jumper and unicorn. Uh, but look, you survived Christmas and, um, and there's now only, by my count, five days till the end of the year. Okay? It's pretty amazing, right? You have got through the end of, or almost to the end of 2021. So what I'm going to get you to do is um, around the tables that you're at, I'm going to get you to share the one word you would use to describe 2021. Okay, so it's got to be narrowed down to one word and then we'll have a bit of a brainstorm and stuff. Also, if you're a kid, you're most welcome to participate in this or if you just want to like, adults, so boring. Uh, There's some colouring in in the back corner, so feel free to do that. So one word to describe 2021, go. Okay, anybody want to toss out some words which they think describe this year and I'll write them on the board. Just don't make them too long, otherwise spelling will be an issue. Anybody? Hang on. Weird, okay. I heard weird. I also heard you say changing, Hayley. Oh, challenging, okay. Challenging. Confusing. Unbelievable. Un B E L. New. That's a good one. Oh man, you guys are going good and fast. Okay. Pardon? Interesting. Interesting. Crazy. Was that two crazies? That is crazy that it was two crazies. Okay. I'll just put times two, okay? Okay, uh, any others? Chaotic. Chaotic. Whew, that's rough, Greg. Okay, right. A O T I C. Okay, I'm going to take. I'm going to take three more. Insane. Okay, good. All right, man. Got confusing. Sorry, that is hard to read because my terrible handwriting. I'll put two, times two. Okay. Any others? Complicated. Okay, complicated. Excellent. Complicated. Okay, that seems to me to sum up a lot of 2021. Uh, Certainly that's how you feel. I have (coughs) one word which I would add. Notice how many start with C. Interesting. Uh, My word also starts with C and it is change. Now, back in 1971, some of you may have been alive, a lot of us weren't. Um, no, just kidding. In 1971, David Bowie came out with a song and it went like this. Chit, 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 chit. All right, thank you. Okay, good. Okay. Now, oh, right, okay. 50 years after that movie, ca- uh, after that song came out, it's almost like that was the anthem for 2021, right? Look at all the things that have happened, the kind of complicated, confusing, challenging, changing nature 
of the year. And so next thing I'm going to get you to do is, here's what I've prepared earlier. Hey, just some samples of areas in our life and society this year. I want you to discuss with your table, maybe come up with a couple of (coughs) examples of change in these areas that you can think of in New Zealand this year. Make sense? Okay, so what are some examples in New Zealand of change in politics or in law or travel or education or whatever? I'll give you a couple of minutes for this and then we'll have a bit of feedback. All right, go. Changes. Anybody got any changes from some of these kind of areas of our life that they want to toss out? All right, obviously, you know, it's very difficult to travel uh, into and out of New Zealand um, in the last, I don't know, almost two years. Okay, so it's been a big change for a lot of people. Families and stuff overseas, friends overseas, been very difficult. Anything else? Laws, yeah? Yep. Yeah, there's been a lot of change, uh, quick quick changes too in terms of some of our laws in the country. Any, what's that, sorry? Euthanasia, yep, yep, that's cool. Health, did someone say? Yep. That's right, and there's even been a change overall in terms of New Zealand's COVID strategy, right, from elimination to whatever it is, containment, I don't know. Um, any others? Yep. That's right, so technology has become a significant factor in education in a lot of schools, not just New Zealand but around the world. Good stuff. A couple others? The economy, yeah? That's right. Otherwise we'll be putting it on the wallpaper like they did in the 1930s in Germany, not in New Zealand. The climate, yeah, climate change. Okay. Oh, I know. September wins on Christmas Eve. All right. Uh, I had some others. Um, Christopher Luxton, new leader, change of leader. Uh, For the economy, I had the minimum wage has gone up to $20. So depending on where you are on that, that could be good or not. So there's a whole lot of laws that have been changed. Um, I noticed uh, laws around vaping, around housing, around tax, around employment, a whole bunch of other stuff. Um, so yeah, look, you guys have really kind of hit it. The change has been a significant feature of this year that we've lived in, and not just kind of in the, the health category, but right across the board. And the crazy thing is that change is not just happening globally, or even locally, or even personally, like it's happening everywhere. There's been successes, failures, highs and lows in each of our lives, I'm sure, as a part of that change. So two and a half thousand years ago, there was a a Greek philosopher by the name of Herculitus, and he said something interesting. He said, change is the only constant in life. And it feels like that a little bit at the moment, right? The, the, The state of flux that we're in, it's really hard to keep up with the changes, kind of if things are constantly changing, then it feels like we're just, it's difficult to adapt and keep up. Recently I heard about a taxi driver and he was, he was daydreaming as he was driving and he was in such a daydream that he just 
sailed on past his destination. And his passenger in the back was um, a little bit surprised by that, so he just uh, leant forward uh, from the back seat and just gently tapped the taxi driver on the shoulder. Well, the taxi driver was so startled, so shocked and surprised by that, that he he just ran through a red light and almost hit a bus and and pulled over and you could tell he was really shocked. His heart beat was racing. He was trying to catch his breath. And and the passenger in the back seat, he, he was really sorry. He looked like, I'm sorry about that. Uh, please accept my apologies. I didn't mean to frighten you. It was, that was totally my fault. And the taxi driver said, no, it was, it was my fault. This is my first day driving a taxi. For the last 25 years, I've been driving a hearse. <laughs> change isn't easy, is it? Sometimes when you think you've got things figured out and just change comes along and it's really hard to adapt. And Herculitis said that change is the only constant in life. Well, I think he's almost correct. I think he's like 85% correct. But I'm going to change something in his famous statement to make it more correct. One word. Jesus is the only constant in life. So 2,000 years ago, one of the first followers of Jesus wrote this. He said, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. And so 2,000 years ago, God stepped out of eternity and in one of the greatest miracles the world has ever seen, he sent his one and only son to dwell among us. And that's what we've just celebrated this Christmas, that Jesus, God's son, was born as a baby. And then 30 years after that event, Jesus, the man, he, he changed the world. His teachings influenced politics, the economy, philosophy and psychology. His morals impacted social welfare, impacted our health, our law, uh, our government. His actions uh, inspired revolution and compassion and innovation and transformation. And at the core of Jesus' message, Jesus brings change. That's what he is about. Universally and globally and nationally and locally and personally, Jesus changes people's hearts and minds and hands. He transforms our soul and our spirit to become the people that we were made to be. And one of the most inspirational descriptions of Jesus' work and worth, one of his first followers puts it like this. Through Jesus, God has rescued us from the kingdom of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of his dear son, Jesus Christ, who purchased our freedom and forgave our sins. And so if you're a Christian here this morning, that's what's happened to you. If you've confessed your sin, you've sought his forgiveness, you've acknowledged Jesus as the the Lord of your life, you've committed to trust him in, in all things at all times, then Jesus has rescued you. He has transferred you. He has changed your course. He has transformed your life. And if you haven't chosen to live your life for Jesus, then that's what it takes. Pretty simple but life transforming. And I'd be very happy to, to chat with you more if you want to find out about that afterwards. But here's the crazy thing about Jesus. He does more than just change the course of our life. In the midst of our external changes, in the midst of the crazy confusion, whole sort of challenging things that are going on, Jesus is constant. 
He offers hope and security to a very turbulent world. So just a a few chapters before that author wrote that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, forever, he also wrote this, We who have fled to him for refuge can have great confidence as we hold to the hope that lies before us. This hope is as strong and trustworthy anchor for our soul. And I think in the changing times that we live in, that message is really important. Our world needs to hear that message, perhaps more than ever, that Jesus is a security and a safety. He offers us a firm foundation. He gives us grounding in grace and truth. He is the anchor for our souls in the storms of life. And maybe, maybe you need that right now. Maybe your Christmas wasn't so merry. You know, there might have been some disagreements within the family or even some family members who sadly weren't there. Maybe the pressure and the preparations and all that sort of really took its toll or maybe you were just plain out lonely. Or maybe you've got through Christmas okay but you're looking ahead to the new year and you know there's going to be some really challenging conversations with your family, with your friends, maybe with your colleagues or it's just the stress of the school holidays and you can only survive one day at a time. Let me remind you that Jesus offers hope and peace and joy and love not just in the four weeks leading up to Christmas but for the other 48 weeks of the year. And in the midst of the changes and the challenges that we're facing, can I encourage you to hold on to the hope that he offers, to keep his perspective on our circumstances and to trust that he has it all in hand. For centuries, uh, cultures around the world have constructed monuments to remember significant events in their history. So you're probably well aware of some famous examples, the Egyptians with their pyramids, the people who made Stonehenge, uh, and the Easter Island statues are just, you know, some really simple, simple acknowledgements of that. Well, the Jewish people, one of the earliest cultures, and, and they also had a tradition of establishing monuments and, and their monuments were really milestones in their national history where they could look back and see God as the rock of support for the Jewish people. So they're actually known uh, in Jewish culture as standing stones or masiba in the, in the Hebrew language. And so most of them are just really huge, really, really heavy stones and they're a reminder to the Jewish nation that God's promises do not fail and a reminder of, his, of God's supernatural strength and security in tough times for the Jewish people. And so if you look through the biblical record, you'll see, for example, Genesis chapter 28, Jacob, he sets up some stone pillars at a place called Bethel, or Exodus chapter 24, Moses, he sets up some stone pillars at Mount Sinai once he's received the Ten Commandments. Or even Joshua chapter 4, when the Israelite nation crosses that Jordan River, they set up a monument there. In fact, if you look, there's been a whole bunch of archaeological examples scattered across modern-day Israel just where there is a real witness to God's provision for his people throughout history. So this morning I'm going to invite you to create your own standing stones. Now we've gone a little bit smaller scale. We don't have any of those massive ones here because they're just too heavy. But I'm going to encourage you to make your own standing stone as a reminder that in the changing world that we live in, Jesus is constant in his grace and his truth. So, uh, there's a couple of, well, there's a bunch of stones on the back table. 
And what I'm going to encourage you to do is to go and choose one that you like, take it back to your table, and on one side write the word that you would describe 2021 as being, and on the other side of the stone write the word that you want 2022 to be described by, what you are trusting Jesus for in 2022. Make sense? Okay. So you can be creative, use some colour, do some drawing, whatever you want to do, but there's pens there and there's stones at the table and you're welcome to take these stones home as a reminder of Jesus' constant in your life. Okay, go for it.